Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pick-up, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes there's other ones. Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all Mm -hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I I'll know. enjoy it. You'll though, enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. everybody. Thank you for joining us at the Hashtag I Mom So Hard podcast. Are we podcasting? We are podcasting. Uh, for everybody out there that's dealing with an Arctic chill, we feel really bad for you because I'm freezing and it's 58 degrees. Yeah, so if you hear that low uh, hum Murmur. in the background, <laughs> it's a heater on it's our head. It's a heater because it's I cheese. need to toughen up and I can't. No, I'm shaking. Like I'm, I'm like, shaking. Uh, I'm like, uh, we've been cold in here. So the best way to warm up is obviously to have a mimosa. And so maybe we're having mimosas today. Yeah. Because we we're going to talk are. about a really fun thing. Oh my gosh. This, we were talking about talking about, we were, we were talking, talking, about, about, talking about, about this. Yeah. Uh, I immediately started to giggle. Yes. Because, oh God. So we're going to have some fun today. I just spit across to you. Uh, talking about like friendship, but also how one makes friends, how you yeah. made friends when you were little, how you make friends now. And all of this kind of came about, I texted Jen because it, it's a really funny theme in our house. Our, my kids are very curious about my friendships because they've seen that I have friends and same like you, that we've had friends that we've known our whole lives. Yeah. But then they're like, well, how did that start? What did you say? And I was like, some of that shit is pretty funny. Well, also, it's because Oops. your kids don't recognize that you're a human or a person. So or that like, you were ever cool or funny or charming and that they would have. So there is that little judgment abs- where they're like, yeah. how they're do like, you have friends? Oh, I might have something similar to you. Yeah. Like, like you do things that I do. Yes. What? Yeah. Yes. And that they could learn from us. God forbid. Oh, by the way, rate. 
review. Subscribe. Please, God, please. You know that if you subscribe that... Do they get stuff? Yeah, the podcast just goes to their phone. Really? Yeah. I know that because I finally subscribed to, to our own. No, I didn't even subscribe to ours. I'm going oh, to, and I'm going to rate, and I'm going to review it, and you'll know which one's mine because it's yeah, going to be like. Yeah, it has your first name and last name, and you're that like, that short they're one great. is they're they're great. Yeah. They are so fun. Uh, yes, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Follow us Just on. The- all of it. On Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Twitter, we do other stuff too. But, but just nobody follow cares us about that. Follow it, us because it makes us feel better about ourselves, and we can um, put some dinner on the table. If you know what I mean, some make some of that green. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I mean, in the podcast world is not a lot. And also because I've just realized this, like it, you know, it, people want to see you. People like uh, we forget this about us, like what we do with you guys in on our socials. That like you follow us because you want to see us, right. and you want to see us do this stuff, and like it's because we feel like we're friends, and we feel like we're friends with you, which is why yeah. when we get your messages and your mom boxes and things like Ugh. that, we delight in it because as we get older, we got to have friends how we can. They don't just like fall in your lap. Yep. Like they used to, hundred percent. So uh, that's so, yeah. Follow us. So and in fact, we'll now, be with each other. Now that you say that, I have a really funny. I'm gonna have to find it. Um, mom box that has never made me feel more seen than when. Remember how we did the um, the Christmas one with all the favorite things? Yeah. Like people really listened and they like liked some of our suggestions. Yeah. And now I'm gonna. What is the name of that? The lip. Bomb, we like. I never say it right because it's a French name. Lenagerie, Lenage. Yeah, L. I think it's L A. Shit, I can't remember. L A N E I G E. I think L A N I G E. Let's see if I can find it. Um, but we'll get on top. Mm. Damn it, no. I'll have I think to. I just heard what happened there, right? I spelled it. And All right, never mind. Different way. Whatever. We'll we'll get back to that. But I will. No, we're not. I'm just going to say it because I'm not going to be able to give her name. Nothing has made me feel better. Nothing feels more fun than when you guys send us messages that are not hard-hitting, even though you we love the ones that are hard-hitting oh, where yeah. you tell us like the the real deal. We can handle it. But the the ones that are like – this woman was like, I live in Alaska. You gave me the tip about the Laneige lip balm. She loved it's it. changed my life. <gasps> oh my I bought God, one for my car, so one for my husband's ha- car, one true. for my – It really works. And I was like – why do I feel so satisfied right now? Like I told my husband about it. I was like, see, somebody thinks I'm right. That's and so that, And awesome. everybody's like, what hydrolonic acid is is Jen yeah. using? The inexpensive Hyaluronic. one. Hyaluronic. Hi, whatever. Yeah. Hydrolonic? What no, is I don't that? know what Hydroponic? That, is. that sounds that's when they clean out your butt, isn't it? I don't know what you're doing that's on weekends. Hydroponics. No. Hydroponics that's, that's is plants colonic. in the water. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Okay. What are you doing? I'm not a scientist, You're talking about Kristen. a colonic. I am. Oh, okay. I, and that's not a colada. That's I, a pina colada. You're talking about a penis you know those colonic? College students. <laughs> it was your anniversary. Butt, yeah, I know. Yeah, it was. And I also told you that riveting fact, which you still don't understand, that the easiest way to hydrate someone, if they are literally, if you are in a boat and this person cannot drink water because they are dehydrated and they might die... Best way to do it, put water right up the old poop chute. It's just, the easy way to hydrate. see logistically how it's going to be easier. Because they can't drink because they're like, pass out. the supplies out. you have in an escape boat. Nope. you got to use tubing. 
You've got to have a little bit of, you got to do a Where DIY. Dingy, are you going to have tubing, Kristen? I'm just saying, in you this open dingy their situation. Mouth and down, there's tubing naturally no, installed. You need it to be, you need it to be absorbed by your organs faster. And you cannot do that through consumption of the mouth. So you put it in the butt. You can't do it with salt water, though, right? No, because that'll okay. dry you out. All right. Survival. Uh, with this one, you know she'll what? be like, you guys, I can't. I'm going to die with some nice, hydrated lips. No, but I'm going to put it a very right dry up the anus. Old, yeah. You're going to have nice lips. Because No, I don't want you. Right up your no, butt. You're not no, doing, you're going to thank I, me when you're, you're alive. You're not doing anything with my butt on a dinghy ever. If you're passed you out and you're dehydrated. And that's, nope. I'm going to take care I'll of you. I'll come back to life. I'll Just to slap me. shit out of here. And say, don't touch my butt. <laughs> you know what's funny is, I want to watch the video. I bet we had the exact, exact same, same reactions. I did. I think it was, you were like, don't you dare do that to me if I pass out. And I'm like, yeah. I can't make any promises. Let me go. Nope, Let me no, go. I'm not, no. do not go towards the light. I'm Let me, running towards it. You're, I am. you're like, why is she buggering me right why before she I go? Why is she acting like she's dead? Just so I will leave her alone. Jen, do to me what I said I'd do to you. No. I drink my butt. Show me your real friend. You know what? Sorry, I don't have a tube. You don't need it. You could just... I think you need it. Well, I don't know. I just am saying that this is what I would do for you. And also, you're welcome, lady in Alaska, for the lip gloss. Okay, let's just say, just one last scenario before we move on to something that is what we meant to talk about. Say you're on a carnival cruise ship, okay? okay? And you happen to like get a tour of the ship and you see like all the escape ships, like the little dinghies and stuff. Yeah, Okay. You look in them, and here are the supplies. Life vests, plastic tubing, yeah, and water bottles. Done. You know what you're getting. I don't care if we just go on a day you cruise. You would not be weirded out. No way. I would put that tube in your butt so fast. I would save you. I would save you. You're lucky I saw a survival video about it. So on Why your, are you thinking okay, me right now? Let's say I have the bad luck of being on your escape ship or your of dinghy. Okay. That's the gonna it's happen. going to happen. Right. So we're you're, on a di- day trip. The b- dinghy goes out too far. A three-hour tour. A three-hour three tour. tour. Okay. Right. You're going to not let me drink water from the bottles until Jen, it gets so bad Jen, it has to go up my butt? Jen, you are drinking. Okay. You are dehydrated. And you have but passed why? out. Because there's water in bottles. Because you're not paying tape. attention. No, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen, Kristen. There should never be an incident where well, I didn't see that I part of the show. I saw a survival video about this. So I didn't can you see do it with th- dirty water? Is that the point? You I can think put dirty it's water. Bottled in your water. I don't remember. Maybe there was a rainstorm and they collected it on a. Um, on a plastic tarp so and maybe then put it into the okay. tubing for your butt. One last scenario. I'm going to, I'm, I'm one last okay, one. Fine. I promise this will be the last one. So you're, you, there's nothing in that dinghy. There's nothing in the dinghy. I don't think you can't have nothing in the dinghy because then we're both dead. Okay. You only have tubing in the dinghy. Okay. Okay. And it's been two days and you're both like, I'm so thirsty. thirsty. And then, um, a rainstorm, like, no. like a, um, a, a smart and final ship capsize. <laughs> A few miles and, away, and some water and you, floats up. You try too hard to get the Christmas decorations, and therefore you exacerbate. <laughs> it, it, you, you, right, and I, then you pass then out. I'm fully, there we go. Okay. I've got tubing and water. So you now all of a sudden, I didn't have water. There's clean water. You put that in my butt. Totally, right then and there. 
That's I the only the scenario video. that makes sense. It, it literally is the only time it you've said true. that it makes sense. It is why people now, like young people, are putting like tampons of vodka in their hoo-ha to get drunk because it does absorb faster. And when you're talking about keeping those organs awake and alive, girl, I'm putting a tube in your butt. You're welcome. Lucky for you, you have a friend like me. Uh, Some people what? will be get grossed out by that or think that there's boundaries. I don't. I think my, your butt is my problem. You know what? It, uh, how much have you had for dinner that a shot of vodka isn't going to, like, what if you had an entire casserole <laughs> that you can't feel a shot of vodka? I don't know. College students? I, I honestly don't you got to put know. it in your butt? Let's rethink some things. I don't know. Also, I don't know if that goes in your butt. I think, like... Some girls might be putting it in their who, which is a terrible idea because it's going to dry out your your whole situation. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're pointing a finger at people not using the common sense. Putting a casserole in your butt because you're really hungry. And no, then you can still have thing. shots of you vodka getting, and save money no, at the bar. You are getting the hydration through your butt so that it goes to your organs. It keeps your organs alive and it sustains your life. And when I watched this one episode of How to Survive in a Dinghy in case you get dehydrated, the guy survived. Because they hydrated him through his butt. They? There was two people. Three people in the dinghy and one passed out. I don't know the logistics. I don't know why there was a third. I don't know how they got the water. I just want to say, who's our third? Because I wake up and there's a bottle sticking out of my butt. (laughs) I see your mug. I'm not going to think you were trying to... I'm going to check socials and make sure you didn't take some opportunistic photos. I'm going to make sure there's not a Sharpie in that dinghy, by yeah. the way. <laughs> that, I, that I like drew a mustache on yeah. you in addition to Dork it on my butt. chest. I know. Right in my back, enter here on my butt crack where I can't. Maybe I do that because levity does make things better if you are on an island. She's like, the only way to hey, survive. Y- hey. <laughs> Hey, number three, the only way that we're going to get through this is with some uh, good times. Let's use this corpse of my friend first to make fun of it, and then we'll eat her. It's not a corpse. I would not eat you. Well, you would eat me. That's a whole other podcast. I wouldn't. I don't think I can do that. Well, it depends. Like an arm or something? Good thing I did see that movie, too, because you're only supposed to eat the butt and the knuckles. I don't have to try any part of you. That isn't going to be satisfying. I know for a fact I got to go knuckles and butt. Great. I don't want to be the one that points this out, but I have to because everybody's thinking that that's listening. All of your survival skills involve butts, and that's it. So let's move on to friendships, Fine. okay? I don't know. All I'm right. not giving marital advice, but I've heard that helps. I'm not. I'm not I'll doing that. I'll take the divorce. Thank I'll you. I don't need it. to I don't do. need to do that. I'm not talking about surviving marriage. I'm talking about surviving the, like, Anirondacks. Right? Is that a mountain exactly. range? And you know what? My husband is not... Sick enough of my vagina to die in the Adirondacks. Oh, no. That's okay. where women that are doing that have done it wrong. Because I don't give enough Withhold ass away, more. literal, like, not that ass, the other ass. Yeah. Like, I haven't given that enough go for my husband to be satisfied where he wants to get creative. He's like, yeah. oh, God, she's offering her vagina. I should take this I three know, minutes. My husband's still excited and surprised to He's see like, my oh, boobs. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I show okay. my husband. I'm, I'm impressed that how much my boobs can distract him. I'm like... You've seen these 1,000 times. I'm changing my shirt to go pick up the kids. Have you heard anything that I've said to you? No. But it is a power that I, I like to know that I have. Uh, yeah. You... It's the only way I can get him to look up from an Astros game. 
Yeah. Anyway, or by sticking a bottle of water in his. So if okay. you want to say thank you for being a good friend right now, this would be the time to do it. I'm gonna wait. Let, I'm gonna wait and see. I'm let gonna, me just say. I'm this. gonna hope you're on a dinghy with somebody else first, and then I'll risk my dinghy time with you. Fine. You'll be the third. You'll be the third person. I'll save that other person's life, and you'll be like, I'm impressed. I'm sorry I ever said anything that wasn't supportive. I do think, yeah, if I was the third and it was the other person that passed out first, I you'd think You'd be I, mad at yourself. You'd be like, Kristen, we got to do that thing. Yeah, and you'd be like, hold on. I'm trying to remember what it was. Let's see. Uh, you pick out a paint color first. No, what do you... Okay. You clear their clear their windpipe first. You pee on them. What is it? I can't remember exactly. It's so true. My poor ADD and survival skills. I'd be like, I got I got twenty five percent of the uh, the keys of the kingdom. The rest is yeah. blurry. Well, she just made break. an additional canoe out of that body. We didn't even need it. This one's fine. We could see the shore. Yeah. <laughs> We could have just swam. We could have swam there, but she insisted on the tubing up the butt. Like, she really wanted to see this through. Survivalist okay. weigh in. Weigh in. Hashtag yeah. I'm Mom So Hard podcast. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is, I don't know if your kids are doing this, and we talked about it a little bit, but um, lately my kids have been very fascinated with my friendships and have been asking how these friendships came to be. And I, like, um, I have to – can I just – Tell, can I do the big brag right now about Lynn? What? So what? all of this kind of came to be because Jen gave me the most epic birthday present I've ever been given in my life with a bullet, like without question. So, that makes me so happy because I was scared that you were like, what is this? Why don't I get a bracelet? No, yeah, that yeah. is not how I operate. So uh, Jen flew in my lifelong friend Lynn from Tecumseh, Nebraska. We grew up together in Central City, Nebraska. We've known each other since we were in preschool. And um, Lynn is like now a dear friend of Jen's, but like yeah. uh, has been one of my closest friends my whole life. And nobody knows me more than Lynn because I had, you know, my my K through 12 with her. Yeah. So it's a whole different understanding. And you and I didn't meet until we were oh, in our young Young, yeah, young 20s. Hot Don't 20. worry about the yeah. math on any of that. That isn't true. Um, so anyway, Lynn flew in. Jen gave me this gift, and it was so awesome because Lynn is from a small town in Nebraska. So when she came out, it was like we got to like fall in love with LA again because we got to do all the fun LA things. Yeah, and because we forget, like we forget that this is a really fun city when you're not from here, and if you just venture out, you can have all these experiences, which we did. We went and got our hair done. She got her first round of Botox, which looks amazing. And by the way, my thought was. Kristen and I travel all the time. Like, we stay in hotels. That's not, like, the excitement yeah. of it. Because literally the hotel was six blocks from my house, her house. Because, you know, I had organized with Colin, but I wanted to make sure if there was something important going on with the kids or whatever, she would still. And I figured Lynn would want to see them. But I'm like, if Kristen and I are together, we're going to talk about work. Right. We're going to, we need to have that. Third person. We Lynn's the, the third, third in the person. dinghy. That's right. She's the third in the dinghy. She's third in the dinghy. And, and she, she would absolutely put tubing up our butt. I think she would. But she's a Her big, dad was a science teacher. She's so. a giggler, you guys. She, she giggles she like wants Betty to Rubble. She talk about all things girly. She just 
all she wants to do is just laugh and like it's and we we perfect. did we had so much fun doing little things like we went to um a local pub that's right down the street from me and then we went to sephora after let me tell you you want to see people get excited just walk in if you're someone in your 40s and you've had a cocktail and they know that you have a credit card the sephora girls were oh, like yeah. we've got We've got a live one coming in, coming in. We've got two. And they did. They sold us all of the stuff. Yeah. All of the bottles of magic. I'll take it. We yep. were like, yes, we will have all of those. And then we went and got like blowouts on our on our hair. Well, how do you say that? Like blowout. I've only had three. So like that was first one for Lynn. But like, you know, you go to the blow dry bar and they do your hair. Yeah. It is called a blowout. Right. Yeah. It's a different in my world. A blowout means something entirely different. Um, so we went in your pants. Yeah. That's crapping your pants again. You're in the dinghy with me. So we had, and thanks to Jen, we just had so, so much fun. And then one of the moments that was really special is, so my daughter, Eleanor is very curious about these friendships that I have, because to meet someone who's known your mom when she was younger than you at that time, it's like, they can't wrap their head around. Yeah. That's crazy. So she, so Eleanor made a cartoon, like a comic strip of, where our Lynn and Lynn and my our friendship together. Oh God! And no, it's so cute. Too cute. And I realized that Eleanor was like filling in the blanks with some of her own stuff, which I just think is so cool because she's so um, curious about this like friendship. What? Like, like, well, I told her, and this is true. Lynn and I met, and this became a theme in my life. Lynn and I met because I, she called her boots cowgirl boots. And technically, they were not cowgirl boots because they had a squared toe, which makes them cowboy boots. So I started our friendship by by making fun of her boots. Oh. I wasn't making fun of them. Would they have had a pointed toe? Right. Oh. So I, this was, by the way, I have nothing, I have no concrete information on that. I made that shit up. In my head, if you had on cowgirl boots, they had a rounded toe. And if you had cowboy boots, they had a squared toe. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. I would like to talk a little bit about stressors, both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy and a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just, I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like, I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. All of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to. 
that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Hard. This ad is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, there are some things about parenting that get a little easier. I don't know what they are. Actually, I do know what they are. But one thing that's pretty awesome is as they get older, you can kind of reason with them. And obviously, as your kids get older, they want a little bit more independence. And you can show them that by giving them a little bit of financial freedom. It's the conversation about money, baby. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money until they've actually been in charge of it. And that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn to save, invest, spend wisely, thanks to games that teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chore feature where you can set up one-time and recurring chores customized to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. I'll tell you, we have a 13-year-old and Greenlight has been a savior. It's so nice for him to get to see what he's doing with his money, but also, you know, those automatic instant notifications also help us as a parent to know what he's doing with our money. But it really does create a very nice, fun way of teaching kids a little bit of financial smarts. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's easy. It's convenient. It's a way for parents to raise financial smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash mompod. That's greenlight.com slash mompod to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash mompod. This is why we're so similar. I was going to tell you, I was an asshole to Mandy. (laughs) That's how we meet. I don't know. I guess you just... Well, because she moved into town. This was in the fifth grade. And my friend Lori and I had been very close, known each other since like kindergarten. You know, I moved away and, and back. And then Mandy comes in being sweet and adorable, slides right into the picture with Lori. She's in the and, dinghy. And I, yeah, she's the in the number three spot in the dinghy. And uh, here I am getting dehydrated. You know, bottled water's going up my it's butt. going out. So to speak. She's watching the shipment come in from. But there was this, you know. There was a love triangle happening Which always between is these precarious. And I I said to Lori and Mandy, I said, Mandy has unhealthy hair. Well, you're mean. I know. And Mandy will tell you today, that's the meanest thing I've ever said to her. That is mean. I mean, unhealthy hair is a, a lifetime of struggle. She didn't have unhealthy hair, but she did have a mullet, and she'll admit that. I, I had did. unhealthy hair when I was in fourth grade. <laughs> 
And we can all just admit how that. How many perms? How oh, many per- so many. went through a lot of home Ogilvy home perms, oh, you guys. Why does that- my mom think she can deal with hair chemicals with any success? Why am I the one? Why am I the one enduring it when she goes and gets professional perms? Why do I have oh, to look like an asshole? Oh, that's my mom was like, thing? we're not going to get streaks and tips in your hair. That's chemicals. You know what we are going to do? Perm. Burn you and cause DNA yeah, damage like, with this perm. I'm like, mom, that hurts my nose. Like, I think that's not good. And she's like, five more minutes. I'm like, my scalp hurts. And yeah, I just it took hurts a- underneath my finger. Nails, yeah, by I the took way. my a rod off and it's starting to glow. Is this where's my hair? That's fine. It's Hold fine. on, let me It'll finish look like off this. Bartles and James, and I'll yeah. get your rods out. Hold on. And we'll you put know what? the uh, wait till commercial the break. activator in. Yeah, the activator smells so lovely. Oh God. Yeah. So then, um, Eleanor was uh, did this film this thing, and my other very close friend Kevin. We met in, in kindergarten, and Kevin wore a Nebraska beret with two different colors of – he wore a, a Hawaiian shirt and a different not-matching Hawaiian short. And with – Love that. Uh, knee socks pulled all the way up with blue Nikes. Now, the reason Aww. I remember all this is because I believe it's seared into my brain because it looked like the biggest mistake I've ever seen in my life. The beret in itself was magical. And – that's where I think I made fun of his beret. That's I didn't make fun. I just like pointed out, wow, you got a lot going on there. And then we became friends. I don't know why they like me after I'm <laughs> such a dickhead. Well, I don't know. That I I do I do think it's very like age appropriate that I, I say that about my daughter. She's like, this matches because this is Hawaiian and this is Hawaiian. And you're like, like eh, that's fair. Yeah. So I you but know. Don't you find like, do you remember what it was like how how scary it was to make a friend when you were little do you ever remember any of that being complicated or do you because I remember one time we were at the ball field and you guys were there to see Eleanor play in one of her softball games nonplussed she was because Delilah came to the game and Eleanor wanted to quit the game and go play with Delilah and I was like that's not what this is about but Delilah saw another girl her age and so quickly was like do you want to play and the little girl was like yeah and then they were, it was off to the races. It was that fast and that easy. Yeah. Well, I, with both of the kids, because I didn't have this like awareness when I was a kid, but I will tell them, I'm like, I say, go say hi to that kid. And they're yeah. like, I'm scared. And I said, they're scared too. Yeah. So one of you's got to give in first and say yeah. hi. Because I, you forget that. And even as adults, they're both scared. Or they both think, oh, they're too busy. They probably have enough friends or whatever. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to like, I do think if I'm good at one thing, it's uh, not being heartbroken if you're not into me. Like, I'm pretty okay with, I'm like... totally heartbroken. <laughs> Nothing says try harder than when you say you're not into me. That's Kristen 101. I'm, I'm like, all right, okay. But, you know, you, you got to be able... You got to, like... That's the hardest part of friendship is just, like, putting yourself out there to be like, hey, you yeah. want to be friends? And if you say no, that's okay because I got lots of friends, you know? I think that I didn't have to try very hard to make friends until I got to college because I was from such a small town that like they were just it was part of the landscape that's what i was gonna say the people were in your dinghy whether you wanted them in there or not we we learned so differently because i was a military kid you're a military kid you're moving you're moving and it's like you just make a friend and then you're moving i know that must be so hard it's and we didn't move as much as uh as some people did in the military but it is hard and you just you have to put yourself out there and it does you know in some ways it does like make your 
you a little get tougher. too it, tougher in some not good ways. Right. I mean, y- you want to see a real good fist fight and go. To- oh. <laughs> Go to like a military, military pool in the Any, summer. No, just anything military. Like yeah. you go to a a pool, a barbecue. A, like somebody's getting ru- like. Hey, our dads are both twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> our dads are gonna wrestle real quick. Uh, if you guys want to get a natty light out of the fridge, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, that's totally how I grew up. So I guess I, I, I. You know, I'm always. I'm, and maybe it's like my stage performance where I'm like, I'm. I get so nervous. Yeah. In all situations that nothing really registers that much higher or lower. So I'm oh. like, I, I can I can go say hi to this person and not have it yeah. like bug I, me. I think for me, um uh obviously like I had my friend, my my core group, which was like um for sure Lynn and Danelle. Danelle, she was like one of those friends that was always a part of my upbringing like we would go to gas and shop and get these giant big gulps and play trek and field on the on the um you know the gaming thing like we were such dorks like our big thing was like get two bucks from your parents you could get a big gulp and a a ice cream bar and play this nintendo game which i always crushed and got to put our names in so we would put our names into everything and those are the stories that eleanor is really attached to she's like this like longevity and these friendships and how do you, how do you do that? And I'm like, you're already doing that. Like you've got friends that you've been with since kindergarten. You're, you're having that. You will, you will look back and have that right now, but isn't it awesome to think she's watching us and going like, well, how do you and Jen have such a good friendship? How does, how, how did you, what was your friendship like with Lynn when you were little, like my age and like reflecting on friendship is such a fun, I highly, Jot it down in a notebook. Like, it's really fun. Well, it's also, too, like, it is, like, just time because there's this comfort in certain people where you you know who they are and what they're like, and it's just because you've known them for so long. And I was I was explaining to Dash the other day about how – He's like, you know, it's weird how he's like, I feel close to like, say like Finn and and Felix. He's like, but I don't see them as much as I see like my friends from school. And I go, you've just known them forever. And you like know what they're like. And you know, like there's like a comfort and ease in that. Those kids are Dashiell's small town. Yeah, My kids to Dashiell and Dashiell to my kids are small town. We've been together. We've known each other like – They've been on vacations together. God, we've been in a tour bus together. Like there's like, also it's just an acceptance of we're going to be together. So let's be, yeah, you know, no matter what, you're going to deal with them. That's a but friendship we, you didn't have to navigate. You, you, just, well, you didn't have to really was, work at either. Because yeah, so you're like, you're hey, putting it. You're yeah. putting it. So then when you have to actually make friends, like what I was going to say is after going to high school and having all the same friends and feeling so lucky to have all of these people that I was so close with. And then going to college, I was like, oh man, this is the first time where like, I look around my classroom, I don't know anybody. Or I'm in a dorm and I don't know anybody. Or I'm like, and I don't remember being nervous. What I remember is being like, work hard, work fast. Get those friends, get as many as you can, collect them. Be aggressive, be aggressive. And boy, was I. (laughs) So like, there was... So yeah, this is I, the Kristen I know from a party. Oh boy, this we'll is Kristen with them up and full, full tilt energy, 
uh, a need for acceptance, approval, and and the, <laughs> for you to like me, and a house. So, like my sophomore year, I was like, those are all the fixins for popularity. So let's get to it, shall we? And I just did. I made. So I just wanted as many friends as I could have. <laughs> There's no shame in that. She's like laughing like she's embarrassed. I just wanted to know everybody and I liked everybody and I would communicate with everybody. No wonder I could have done so much better in my grades, but I was like, I'm busy. Like, and so that didn't happen for you until college. That really didn't happen for me in college till college. And then I met like my roommates, like interesting. Sarah okay. and Michelle Eckley, random person that like Jen and I share in our history because yeah. Jen and I went to school in the same town, did not know each other, which is why it pisses me off because I'm like, but I knew everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. But you were going to Wesleyan and I was going to UNL. And yep. so our Venn diagram just never, well, there's plenty of times I think I was at the same party. I was just I'm hammered. sure. No, I'm absolutely sure that we were in places or it was quickly in passing or whatever. Yes, because you knew my roommate, my college roommate really well. So that just like doesn't make sense. I, I've known every roommate you've ever had yeah. yes. is, has been <laughs> some person in my life. They're literally some... like, can I talk to you for a second? And they're like, is it about Kristen? It is. Okay. Okay. Get in the dinghy. We're going to talk about it. She comes on strong, but Let's she Let's hope she well. dehydrates first. Let's have her do... Let's have her do burpees in the canoe until she gets it. Canoe? This is a... Oh, this no, isn't dinghy. a speedboat? No, Kristen's paddling. It's like... Yeah. That's <laughs> we'll make her paddle. <laughs> we'll get to shore in four minutes. Literally, I was. I was just like... I loved college, and I loved... Then I did the college program. Yeah. Where I met Allie. Which is the college program. She means the Disney. Disney college program where you lived in an apartment building. I was like, oh, more friends. And did I met Angie and I met Allie. And like Allie, we met while um, getting ready to bring the magic to Walt Disney World dressed as Pluto. So she had Pluto feet on and I had Pluto feet on. And I do remember I told I told Eleanor this. I go, this is how I met Allison Bell. I was like. You're a Pluto too. Great, let's be best friends. And then I stayed the night at her house, and then I didn't leave for three months. Hilarious. So your because your your husband said that about his friend that he just yes. went up to him and was like, Can my we be my best son friends? also being curious about Finn or Colin's friendships, which are male friendships, which are different. He has a buddy named Reese, and both of them share the love of the Astros. They have like, and they just laugh all the time. And Finn goes, Hey, Dad, do you remember the first time you met Reese? And Colin goes, you know, leaning into this, he's like, I sure do. He goes, well, what did you say to become friends? He goes, I just looked at him deep into his eyes and I said, I like you. You want to be my best friend? And Reese said, hell yes. And then we were best friends. And Finn was literally like, it was that easy? Like, it was just to be best <laughs> It should be, right? Sometimes so it's, well, that's, I was thinking about this because I found this so hilarious, but so does she, and she'll remember this story. I'm going to tell her. She has to listen to this podcast. So my friend, uh, Lori De La Cruz, I don't know if we can put that. Put yeah, that's a names. good name. Why yeah, not? She's just wonderful. Love you, Lori. Um, so we were from the same town and didn't like know each other. I think she knew my brother at one point because she was his grade, I think. And like right out of college, the first job that I got was working at this little newspaper. And so I worked on one side of the building and I was like in um, advertising. And then I, th no, I wasn't at the time, I think it was 
ad sales, wasn't it? It was ads. I was trying to remember because I did a couple things there. But so I was on one side and then she was on this other side and she I think she was calling on classifieds or something like that. And so I walked into the like front part because that's where all the business took place, where you had to turn everything in. And um, Mariah Carey was on the radio, and it was that song that goes, Heartbreaking, got the best of me. You know that song? Yeah. And it was on, and I just like happened to say out loud, I was like, I love this song. And Lori goes, I love this song too. And she stood up at her desk and goes, and I love in the video where she dances like this. Oh and my she God. Did full dance routine. And I was You're like, fully in love. Do you want to go to lunch? Yes. And like, that was it. We started like vacationing together. Yes. Like, it was, it was immediate because it was just like, we got excited about the same thing. Like so You're quickly, me cute, man. Yeah. And Is you, it? you met her in Washington where her husband, they came to the oh, show. Oh, that's right. They're oh, awesome. God. Yeah. It's so, Man, when that like happens, it's just meant to be. I I feel like that's how it was for my friend. Actually, though, this is truth. I when I met my friend Laura Davis, who is hilarious, who, who, who I knew before I knew. Yes, you Chris, knew her before you knew me. Person. Another example yeah, of how our lives should have collided. Far, well, Didn't, we would have been in county many times. Yeah. Um, but I remember my friend Laura. I was like, oh my god, I'm the worst person. I was like. God, you're so pretty. You're so naturally pretty. But your cargo shorts are so bad and I hate Birkenstocks. I was like, I remember being I know I was like I was like I think we should be best friends, but can I please change your shoes? Yeah. And she <laughs> What is it with me and shoes? I'm a mean person. I don't know. But it was after that we were like locked at the hip and like I remember specifically one time. She is really pretty. She's the, so pretty and like was just not like a hippie. Yeah, I mean a that's total the thing. hippie. If you can be just he, just like, dress like you're going to like a sh- listen. Fish I love her. In my defense, like a model. I got her a new wallet for her birthday, and she put a freaking bumper sticker on it. And I was like, this is our problem. This defines our friendship better. But mostly it's defined by one time when we were we did improv together. We were at a show and we had to go to a road uh, uh, rest stop. And <laughs> she's the youngest and I'm the oldest. So the dynamic was awesome. And she had to go pee. So I crawled into the bathroom and I, I got on top of the stall and I go, Laura. And she started crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you asshole. You and did. She was, like, she was like swatting her hand and she's like, stop it. Stop it. I'm like, I'm watching you pee. So I just like Tara, if I, it's a sign of love if I give you shit. By the way, it's a sign of love if you give me shit. That is 100%. who I am. That's I used who to I do, am. I used to freak Mandy out by going, I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> But literally, I could, you could do it in the car in the middle of the day, and it still would freak her out the same. It's not like you peered through the window. Man, or that shit I live for inside jokes and like repeating shit. I used to go, I used to go, Allison Bell through my friend Allie, and she would like cry laughing. That is the shit that friends have between each other. That is the tie that binds. It's sort of the in the thing you can't define. It's like yeah. also the thing that you and I share too is like that love will. You do love to give me shit. Maybe you're my karma because you do love to give me shit, and I do love it. Well, that Mandy, you know, she would say to me, because ah, she has 
a sister and two brothers, older brothers, and she'd be like, God, you give everybody a hard time like you're a boy. Which I'm like, I kind of take <laughs> that as a compliment. The biggest compliment you could ever it'll, get. A little bit. But we do have, there are a couple moments where we can finish each other, we can finish the story for each other. Yeah. And like one of them was, I was staying at her house and they lived like really close to a grocery store. So you could walk like four blocks at 10 o'clock at night and like get a two liter of soda and popcorn or whatever. It was Sounds not healthy great. stay up all night. Sounds great. And so I think we're like 11 or 12 or something in Nebraska town, totally safe to do. Not worried yeah. about anything. Walking also by. Also the 80s. Yeah. No. 90s. No. It was Wait. 90s. 90s. Yeah, sure. I can't remember when it was. Well, we were. Wait, how old were you? I don't want to do. That. Okay, I don't fine. Want you to do I'm the just saying. Kristen. Different time. Yeah, it was. It a different... wasn't the 2000s. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, it wasn't the 2000. I wasn't even going to go for that. It was the 90s. Let's just say that for argument's sake. Moving on. I digress. Let's say we were young. Anyways, we were walking down the street that didn't have street lights. Also not weird or scary. We didn't have a light or anything. Yeah, we didn't care. But it is. It's like 10 o'clock at night. So we're walking down this sidewalk, and both of us, our conversation starts to get like a little bit like quieter, and like neither one of us is really listening because there's this young child walking out of the front what? of this house. What? And this girl who's like very young – with a very low, grovelly voice, oh. stops us in the in the sidewalk and goes, "How old are you?" I'm <laughs> <On> the leprechaun. <laughs> no, that's what she sounded like though. She goes, "How old are you?" And I remember because Mandy always does this thing where she'll start laughing when she gets nervous and then expects me to like start the conversation or whatever. So I hear her go. <laughs> exactly like, like, and I was like, "It's none of your business." <laughs> it's nightmare. So we like grab hands and like ran screaming down the street from this like six year old girl. But we still to this day, I'll be like, if somebody we're together and somebody's like, "What's the scaredest?" We're like, "Oh, easy." How old are you? We both know it's this yeah. little girl, this little demon that came out of a house with no lights on. Those are the things, though. That's those are the memories and things that make you laugh. That just literally, I never feel more grounded than when I'm in a laugh with someone about a memory or or just having a good time yeah. with like friends that you, you you've had together. Like our memories together with thy mom so hard are so awesome, and we have each other, and we often go back into those and like mind them and have yeah. fun and laugh. And yeah. I do that too. Maybe because I'm getting older. I just love when I get to be with old friends that do that for like high school or college. It's like walking down memory lane is so healthy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Well, I was thinking about this one too. I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that like most of my friendships, I remember these like these because I do have a lot of friends. I'm not going to bring them up on this podcast where we're friends. You know who because, you are. That's the thing we're going to say. Oh, yeah. All of our friends, you know who we are. You know who you are. And and some of us are cemented because of like something really big going on at the time right. that wasn't necessarily great or something. Right. And that like, but. I remember uh, Ron, who, you know, I bring him up all the time in the podcast, who's been... The only reason we have Thanksgiving. He's, I mean, he's been such a good friend since the time I was 15. And this is how I remember so clearly how I was 15 was that's when I started being a total mess as a human being. Maybe it maybe it might have been 14 actually 14 you were just it was just an appetizer I was dipping my toe yeah you were just trying it. it out you were like oh no I like I, could, I think I asshole could, feels good I could take my way out of it but then 15 I was fully submerged in it you were submerged but, you were submerged in being an asshole and I would just like to say I would like to loop back to the tubing anyway go butt. ahead no I go get ahead. it now so we he was in debate and I was in speech and they had these Boy, like, practice rooms everything you just said in this story just got so much got hotter less yeah no it's None of it's going to be hot. Yeah. So uh, Ron and I like partnered up and we were going to go in these rooms. So what you're supposed to do is like listen to each other, give your speech or your debate or whatever, and then like give each other notes on yeah. it and stuff. But everybody knows you just went back there, shoot the shit, jack around, laugh smoke cigarettes, whatever. Like it was no laugh super hard. I didn't smoke back there, but I know people who did. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I did mm-hmm. not. Noting. What are you writing in your Nothing. notebook? I Don't worry didn't. about it. I'm sending it to Barb. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, I, I know. knew it. She's a disappointment in every way. <laughs> she would not. Uh, but anyways, Ron and I were back there. It was like the first time. So we're just like becoming friends. And we started laughing about these cars that people had at school. Because there was this oh, one boy. car. It was like one of those old tiny Honda like hatchbacks that this guy had. And his friends would pick it up all the time and turn it sideways so he couldn't get out of a parking stall because it was so tiny that like they would turn it so the front end and the back end oh, would be like no. stuck between two cars so he had to wait for those cars people to were move. such dicks. Or they just like pick it up. You know, they like, you know, six What was it, seven. a Dodge Omni? No, it was, a, uh, it was like a Honda... Like a, oh yeah, like a little tiny, teeny, tiny, like a tiny Civic, just like it. Oh, they were God. so super oh. small, and like it would just he'd just find. He's like, "Where's my car today?" Everybody's like had such God. a good time with it. Got a keychain car. I had the opposite problem, but go ahead. I remember there was like they were building this like sports center at the end of the street, and one of the kids had a long Lincoln, and a bunch of guys just pushed it down into the oh so shit. See the Lincoln sticking out God. of this. I mean, like beefy would, Nebraska boys can move a car. No, That's I know how they, they can, and also just the technology on cars, not great yeah and at the time this is when we had the skin colored car with the horn that would stick so it yeah. wasn't we were all laughing about cars nobody had a great car it was basically your parents would be like i here's have here's the shittiest I got thing we own 450 bucks back on my tax Texas. return you can have half of it find yeah a car. find a car yeah. and you'd be like whoa i whoa. might find something I with know. a spoiler and then you had an uncle that like needed oh, cash yeah. quick and you that's what <laughs> happened you guys we've all been there my dad was owned a car dealership, and I got the shittiest car on the block. That's what you're supposed and to get. build your character. That's right. So Ron and I were laughing about these cars, and I go, oh, my God. Man, there's this one car. I go, it's a, it's a GMC. It's a Citation. It's a four-door. It's the hatchback, you know? Oh, it's no. Like, oh, it, no. The, the, the Chevette was like the Chevy version, and then the GMC. Maybe it was AMC even. 
satation. It was just a oh, long, no. slow. Oh, no. And I go, I go, Ron, this car makes me laugh so hard. It's got limo tint that's not even legal. It's so black. I don't know how you can see out. It's on the front window. It's so dark. And this car has been painted, this like matte turquoise with like a pink pinstripe down the side of it. And he is laughing so hard he could not breathe. And I stop laughing and he's still laughing. And I go, Ron, is that your car? And he's going, yeah, it's my car. And he's laughing so hard he can't breathe. He knows how shitty this car is. But he's like, he goes, you want to drive it? And I was like, absolutely. So I learned how to drive on it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Having shitty cars was like, it's a... It's so important. God, yeah. please let everybody have shitty cars. That's that is exactly how I lived my life. There was like my dad would get like these beater cars for trade-ins and he'd be like, Kristen, go try them out. Never was he like, Oh, I don't want to put my daughter in something unsafe. He's like, No, I want to put you in the car, find out what's wrong with it so that when somebody buys it, they're not mad at me. I'm like, I know. I got I was on the side of the road coming back from command performance with an updo for I prom. Always. Could, my car shit the bed. I was like, Dewey, your cars are lemons. My big question every day was, Will the car start or not? Like for like ten years of my life, that was oh, my yeah. like biggest question. And Ron, too, Ron always he always had nice cars, and he always wrecked them. I always had shitty cars, and I always wrecked them. But he, it was so funny because all of our like stories together were nobody getting hurt. But I, I mean, I've told you that story. I, I literally have thought I needed to go to the hospital. I was laughing so hard about his hood flying up on the freeway <laughs> and it wrapped around and came in through the sunroof. And like my brother and I were driving by and it had been cut off by the jaws of life, you know, oh. and it was on the side of the road. He was fine. Nobody got hurt. But I, I saw. morons when we were young. I know. I saw his car and I, when he pulled it into the driveway, we were roommates and I start laughing. He just goes, fuck you, Jen. And I was like, that's friend, and man. That is, that's that's friend language. That's yeah. a sign of love when someone tells you to fuck off. I he know, was like, this you is me not the, the one you're going to give me a hard time on. Not this one, not, not this, today. Not today, ma'am. But for the next 20 years, probably. And yeah, yes. it's fair. It's humbling. That's what they're there for. Uh, I've been reminded many times of bad hair and bad choices by my friends all oh, the time. Yeah. And I'm like, if you guys need to take me down a notch, you've done it. Yeah. And well done. And I support it and I will flip it back because they also you're know, wearing cowgirl boots. They know the topic's not to touch, too. You yes. Know? They always have your yeah. back. Like, yeah. truly, truly. Yeah. Uh, I told my, my daughter asked me, she said, because she is curious about my friend that passed away, who I loved so much. And she said, um, do you have, she always wants to know stories. I'm like, half of them involve us drinking underage. So I'm going to not share yeah. all those. But I did, I said, I do have a funny story for you. And, you know, she's listening with her eyes are like wide open and she's like listening to everything. And I said, I said, this is how you know you have a good friend. My friend Brandy and I were driving in her Honda Prelude. That was oh, lost God. on her. But like, could you have yeah. a sexier car? Wow. I'm like, well done, Brandy. You're so much, I know, yeah. cooler than me. Um, and she and she had a license plate that said "Be Bold." I mean, she had a personalized license plate. Well done. So we were driving in her Honda Prelude, chatting it up. We were on was the, the two tone blue or yes, okay. blue and silver. It was so awesome. So we were in her car. We were probably listening to Prince. We were driving down the street, 
And then we got to chatting, and both of us had really strong bangs at the time. And then all of a sudden we heard, and we kept chatting, and we were really talking about something important because that's when we realized we ran out of gas. And then we realized that she did have a gas thing in her trunk, still chatting, but no gas in it, still chatting, walked probably half a mile to a local gas station, put three bucks in it, came back still chatting, filled up the car with a gallon of gas that we had purchased, put the thing back in the trunk, still chatting, got in the car, kept going with our conversation, never talked about it as though it were a big thing. Oh, I was yeah. like, we literally ran out of gas on the side of the interstate, mm-hmm. walked, got gas, got back, never scared, never felt the need to stop talking, just kept going. Yeah. And that's, those are the things that when I tell her, Eleanor feels like, she's like, oh man, I can't wait for that. I'm like, you will. You'll have it. Yeah. You'll have you all will. those stories and all those friendships, and you'll be so lucky and be grateful for those friendships because, yeah. man, they matter. All your friendships matter. And when they're not easy to come by, just put yourself out there, okay? Just put yourself out there. I swear to God, it's scary for everybody. It is scary. And you know what? I I was I don't mean to digress but because I feel like you and I could talk about this subject forever, but don't you find that we have a lot of moms who listen in and write in who talk about how hard it is as a mom to meet a mom friend? Yeah. I think yeah. that's a really tough thing when you are a mom and you have limited time and you don't know how to make friends. That is a tough thing. So I say, like, be bold, yeah. get in there, say hello to somebody, make a new friend, put something on the books and try it out, right? 100%. Well, what advice would you have for somebody who's like trying to find a mom friend? I just come on strong. That's my advice to everybody in dating and in job interviews in friendship, come on strong. Start with, I will save you from dehydration by putting a tube in your butt if you need it, even if you're the third friend. Well, I would say if you're kind of shy, here's here's a really good way to uh, to warm the the playing field. Just do something nice. Everybody, even an asshole that you're not going to end up being friends with, is going to appreciate you doing something nice and it's going to feel a little bit better. And then that says to them, I'm nice. So if you want to be brave enough to come to me, you can, you can, I'm going to be nice. That seems like a more reasonable approach than mine, but I think both have worked. Both, both have worked. Both. I do what feels natural. I don't know. I, I like sending, I like calling people and saying stuff like, can I come over? That's, that's a, that's nice. That's good. I've been in the salon chair and I've been like, can we be best friends? Can I have your number? <clears throat> Sometimes it didn't work out. I've been I've been shot down out. and I'm like, well, I'm going to find you online. You know, it's like consider yourself like a 24-year-old guy in a nightclub. Yeah, uh, you're I'm not going to get all those phone you. numbers, but I'm just going to put you just ask enough. Yeah, you just need ask you, questions. Put it out there. Like right. you're, Yeah, I mean, that is exactly how I dated as well. So I have the most epic mom box. About friendship. Oh, is this ever about friendship? Okay. And uh, you know what? This is like a great, great year-endy kind of thing to uh, inspire us, remind us all. This is from Emily S. I'm going to read the whole thing. It's totally Go for worth it. it. Hey, I know it's a long shot you will read this, but here I go. Right now I am driving to south of Kansas City to bury my college roommate and best friend who lost her battle with cancer. 
The last time I saw her was when we each drove two and a half, three hours to meet in the middle and attend your live podcast, uh, the I Mom So Hard podcast recording in Omaha at the Comedy Festival. So thank you for being the greatest last memory I have with her. After many years of fighting and several rounds of chemo, several types of medicines, diet changes, lifestyle changes, several wigs, a mastectomy, a hysterectomy, multiple procedures, and several dress sizes, she never gave up. She kept pushing forward. She always made plans. She always talked about the future. She lived life for each day. She wanted to have cows, so she went out, built a fence, and bought herself some hobby cows. <laughs> she would ride dune buggies in the dunes, go boating in the Ozarks, coach volleyball for her stepdaughter, drive a pulling truck at the truck poles on Saturday nights. She was a complete badass. I look up to her, and someday I hope to be like her. 35 is much too young to go. I just want to thank you gals for keeping me laughing just as I got to share a glass of wine and laugh my ass off with my friend one last time. Oh my God, you didn't say it was going to be that one. Emily, thank you for sharing her with us. Cheers to you. Cheers Cheers to to her. Keep being badasses, ladies. Go make a new friend. And if if it's easy for you to make friends, go make a new friend that needs you. She's probably crying at the park. Oh God. Cheers. Bye. We podcasted. Bye.